Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action, so it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X mode to help you get through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. Visit Subaru.com wilderness to explore the family of rugged Subaru Wilderness models. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Band, a podcast about bands you probably don't even like. We hope you don't know this one. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown, Andy Sell, and Travis Clark. Hi, everybody. Welcome no, to what? Pop- Already? W- welcome what are you to- doing? I gotta get, I have to get used to talking in a British accent. Is this gonna be a, coont? this is gonna be a regular thing now? Andy, are you not gonna join me? boss? Oh, this, Andy, I, oh, Andy, I can't believe it. I didn't think that could get worse. Andy, I can't believe you're gonna be here Oi. saying no to all of our yeses. Oi, Andy. I, what is this now? Andy! Andy! Are you, are you Hagrid? What? What, what, why are you fighting it, mate? Why are you fighting? Isn't it? Isn't it the voice we all gonna do, it, mate? Isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? Look, I'm just jealous. Is how it goes. I'm just. I can't do it. You're not even trying, mate. I'm not, and I'm not going to. Oi, oi. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to Podcast Supernova, a podcast about Oasis. We're back. Yes, we are. <laughs> wow. I don't know what's happening. We are adding color commentary, but the color has a U in it. Right. Because it's British. Great. Great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How's how's everyone doing? I'm excited to be back podcasting. Supernova. Pod the Life, our last podcast. Our first harvest. Our first harvest <laughs> of Pod the Life. We'll be back with a season two, I'm sure, at some point. But as for now, season one of podcast supernova about the band oasis this is gonna be a treat because i fucking love oasis i like oasis i I enjoy their music i love the gallagher brothers because they are so fucking funny to me 
I am more or less indifferent on Oasis. Really? Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by, Andy. Yeah, I it's been, it. yeah. been well, good well, having well, you look, on. All right. Okay. Here's the thing. I love Wonderwall. I thought you were going to say Wonder Woman. Swear to God. Love I Wonder oh, okay. What's your favorite Springsteen song, Born in the USA? Go on. Mm-hmm. No, it's Born to Run. Come on. <laughs> oh, oh, I get to talk. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. I was very, wow. Andy! This, is, this is new for Andy, me. Andy, come well, on, Mike. Everyone's waiting. That was wonderful while it lasted. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, don't look back in anger. <laughs> See, I like that. I like that song. I really wanted to call this podcast Don't Podcast in Anger. But that's not possible for you. No, no, it's it's I yeah because there's going to be a lot of anger on it's not this possible podcast. for me to do anything, especially now anger. that I know you don't sufficiently love Oasis. The well, way I you just should. don't have like I I wasn't into them enough. You know what I mean? I haven't listened to enough Oasis to really formulate a stance on them. The songs that uh, I've heard, I either like or in the case of Wonderwall, I really love that song. Well, I was drunk a lot when I listened to it, so who knows? Easy to play on guitar. Wonderwall is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a couple of chords. Could you teach me? I probably could if I Ooh, still owned a guitar. That would be a bone con right there. Yeah, right there. Oh, Andy yeah. learns Wonderwall. I want to learn Andy Wonder learns Wall. Wonderwall. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. I'm I'm way into that. Yeah, me too. I think we should totally do it, but you can only take instruction from us. If we taught you like this, right? You're not playing it right. It's so simple. Am I going to get paid for this? You should have blisters on your fingers. Why can't you play Wonderwall, Andy? You got to apply yourself to the guitar. Okay, could you say today? That? Wait, 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 Travis. Yeah, love it. Could you could you do it a little slower and maybe say something about how like I've overbaked something or the crust is underdone? Oh yeah, maybe it has a nice flavor, but the but the texture is off. Andy, I like what you've done here. Oh yes, but. The flavor is good. However, the cake is a bit dry. Oh, what you haven't done is you haven't gotten a good mixture. Uh, Your flavors are great, but no handshake for you. I like the guy who does the 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 part where they're describing what the person's going to make because every time the comedian from oh yeah um uh, fuck yep yep yep. From Mighty Boosh. Boosh Boosh. Listen to any time he's describing what a contestant's working on. He always ends the sentence like this. Every time, it just fades out. <laughs> and it's so fun to take, take a shot every time. Anyway, we're talking about Oasis. Okay, I do, want, I do feel like we need to catch up on a couple of Pod Life updates. Okay. I feel like... Well, I mean, when you're talking about Oasis, how can you not mention corn? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, because an Oasis is... is, is you know, there's corn in an oasis. Is there? No. No, probably no. not. In my oasis, there's no corn. No, in my, <laughs> look, I'm from Iowa. It, it, I only know corn. So what are our Pod the Life updates? Well, I have just a fun one about going to a corn maze Okay. in Minnesota and the sign saying, as you drive in, so, uh, subsequent Does the sign say, stay away, fools, because corn rules? <laughs> <laughs> At the corn, corn maze! <laughs> At the corn! <laughs> Ten! Roof! Daddy! <laughs> then the sign said, R, letter R, and then another sign, letter U, and then ready. And I was in a car with my friends and two teenagers, and I said, R, U! And nobody in the car. 
But I feel like the Mays knew what they were doing. They had to. There's have. no way they there didn't. There is no way they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I like that the Mays is like, I know how to market myself. Yeah, it's a sentient corn <laughs> maze. Mm-hmm. Well, he who, he who walks behind the rose. In who, the tall grass, yeah. basically. It is, it's kind of like a father-son, Holy Spirit thing. It's like all in the corn maze and the evil spirit that controls the corn. And then capitalism are all together as an entity. Oh, is that what Children of, a corn, of the Corn is about? Yeah, totally. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I have a pod the life. You update. have an important. Oh, you update. have the great one. Yeah. In that, I, just an anecdote. Yours is yours is earth shattering. If you recall, if you listened to Pod the Life, we at one point tried corn coffee, which was great. Nope. And mm. we have a different opinion. Mm. Yeah, as I, I recall, like, we all liked it. Feel nope. like we should read people's history of corn coffee. As I recall, I think as we all kind I of recall, liked it. Yeah, all thank kind you. Of liked it. <laughs> I had to say it twice for someone to pick thing, up what I was laying the down there. We got. Uh, and if you recall, I got the coffee, but I ordered it in a bundle with the, the corn coffee hoodie, uh, which came to a grand total of $69. Nice. <laughs> and wait, wait, wait. Breakfast at Jonathan's. All right. I never got the corn hoodie. And just <laughs> on the eve of us recording this, I got it. I emailed them and asked for a refund because they told me it was on back order. Wait, you emailed corn directly? Well, well, it was their cornstimmer service. Cornstimmer service. Yeah. And I emailed them back when they told me it was on back corner. <laughs> and I said, well, just give me a refund. And I assumed I like got that refund and just didn't see it in my bank account or something and thought nothing else of it. They don't give you corn cash for that? Mm. On the eve of recording this, I get an email saying my hoodie is on its way to my old apartment. So now it's going to be a whole fucking thing where I have to work that out. Couple of thoughts. The saga continues. One, yes. I think they did send you the corn hoodie. I think they just ground it up and roasted it. And that's what <laughs> that we drink. That could have been, yeah. <laughs> Secondly, uh, to your point, Andy, they can give you corn cash, but you can only use it in the stalk market. <laughs> This has been, thank you for tuning in to episode one of Podcast Supernova. I've been Adam Todd Brown. Oh, Travis, you've got an ear for it, I tell you. I sure do. Oh, man. Uh, Corn is going to follow us the rest of our lives. <laughs> but we should talk about Oasis, Let's right? Do, yes. I fucking love would this be a, would this be something where the Securities and Exchange Corn Mission steps in? I'm sorry. Okay, that was the end, I swear. Are you sure? Probably not, but let's try. Go, go, go no, ahead. I, look, I don't feel good about it. Okay. Uh, do it. Come on. I have nothing. Don't do it. Do what? And it's been, it's been so long. Yeah, it's been one week since I called you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Oasis. I, I'm a huge Oasis fan. I've seen Oasis in concert. Oh, shit. Three times. And I've seen Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher solo maybe twice each but definitely once each do the do the do the individual parts work on their own yeah okay well the thing about oasis toward the end of their run Liam Gallagher started writing a lot of songs so he was by the time oasis ended he was pretty well set up to launch a solo career and his solo career has been interesting both of their solo careers i think have been pretty interesting I miss them being together, but I don't think they do. Yeah, it seems like they don't. But I also, just because they're brothers, I feel like they have a better shot at reuniting than a lot of other bands that fall apart. I mean, they truly hate each other, it yeah. seems yeah. like. 
Like, and not even in a dysfunctional family way, don't get along. Like, legitimately don't care for the other person. Mm-hmm. But you also, if you watch, there's a documentary called uh, Supersonic that came out a few years ago. They executive produced it. And that was well after they broke up. And they got along well enough to put that out. Mm. You know, and you hear them talk about how much they love each other. They are still brothers. So I feel like we could see an Oasis reunion someday. Maybe this podcast is the thing that inspires that Oasis reunion. I mean, look, we got Nirvana back together. <laughs> we did. We got. We are single-handedly responsible for a new Corn album. Yes, we did. Yeah. Fred uh, Durst's The Fanatic. Oh, yeah. Fred yes. Durst has a new movie out because of our Because, because of, of us. Yeah. yeah. He was like, these guys are so into me. I'm going to make a movie called The Fanatic. <laughs> Which I can't wait to talk about on a future episode. Oh. I own it. I bought it. I own it. I still haven't seen it. I need to watch it. It's. I've been. I was waiting for you, and then you watched it without me. I I sure did. Yeah, that happens. It happens. Yeah. So, (laughs) Oasis for me was one of those bands that even when I wasn't listening to rock music, like Mm -hmm. I I only listened to rap music until I was like twenty three, I would hear Oasis songs and go, "Oh yeah, I fucking I secretly like that." I I was into like you know the darker stuff in high school. And like all the metalheads and stuff, it was like Oasis came out and they were like the new punchline. It was like the new, oh, oh these weird. guys suck. And so I never really, I mean, I when I heard them, I was like, oh, my friends are kind of dicks. This is good. But yeah. I never really like pursued it, you know? For me, it was when Oasis came around, um, uh, Britpop had been kind of having a moment mm-hmm. for yeah. a bit. And a lot of these other bands were coming and going. And then that was the first one that really broke through for me. Yeah. And when they dedicated a song just to Richard Ashcroft of the Verve, I was like, these oh, guys yeah. are all right. Okay. I'm all cool. I'm all cool with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the Britpop band I liked was one of the ones that never, like they had like one album and that was it. Cast. That was like, no, I do not know. See, nobody knows that. No. They, yeah. They, they had a, I bought a single it was on sale at the record. I was at the record store buying something, and they had like this new single from this band cast, and it was like I don't know three dollars or something. And I got it and was like, I listened to it like nonstop for a while, and I really loved it. The song was called "All Right," but that's it. That's and then that's their only an song. Album. No, they released an album. They pr- might maybe have released more than one, but I only know the one. <laughs> Oh. Now I, now but I, they were one of those bands that was like when people talk to me about Britpop, I'm like, oh yeah, cast, and nobody ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about. That can't be a new. They're feeling. always like, that can't yeah, be a new no, that's got to be yeah. pretty yeah. standard. It's a new. We already talked about this. Yeah. Off the mic, I'm trying to. <laughs> oh, world. Okay, it's a new feeling, and you with an umlaut feeling, new feeling. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for rerunning that bit. I appreciate <gasps> I'm it. I'm so sorry. It didn't. It wasn't good the first. We time. worked it out in the living room beforehand yeah. when we were waiting 40 minutes for that sandwich. Yeah. Uh. So that sandwich, by the way, performing at the Burbank Comedy Festival. <laughs> <laughs> Go see it. Uh, with the opener, Darren Carter, the party starter. We're going to beep that, uh, right? Nope. Okay. Nope. That's staying in. That's going to be your comedian and cars shitty moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about in this episode, the early years of Oasis. And, uh, there's a few different sources. There's a documentary out there called supersonic. It's called Oasis colon supersonic. And it's pretty good. It's from the same people that made the documentary about Amy Winehouse and then the Go- the the Gallagher brothers executive produce it. And I think it's on Netflix. So you could watch it there. It weirdly only covers uh, like up to 
like the early 2000s and then a lot of the other stuff just isn't mm. it's like they stopped making music but uh and it uh so we'll 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 talk about some stuff from that i don't know if anyone's seen it i have not there's also something I discovered while researching this. There is an ancient blogspot page that's nothing but an archive of Oasis interviews from Whoa. 1991 through 2007. I, when you started, I was like, oh, an ancient blogspot, like from like Egypt or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. According to they the actually, Sanskrit, they, they predicted they, the Gallagher brothers. They found it. Yeah. It was buried with Richard III mm-hmm. under that Burger King exactly. parking lot. Right. I actually know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That's rarity for me. England. <laughs> <laughs> Britpop. Richard yeah. III. Richard III. But Blur and Pulp and stuff had already been... Uh, Blur, at, at yeah. Park point. Life had come out already. Uh, pulp, yeah. Pulp? I, I, I pulp, can, maybe not. Yeah, because... Yeah, they were like mid-90s. When, but I think they were making records before, just not... They hadn't broken over here yeah, in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, well, it took Oasis a while. You mean by the time Oasis made put out their first album? Because Oasis' first album didn't come out till '93, so they were a little later than a lot of Britpop stuff. And we get into all that. They there's this weird like two year period where no one's paying attention to them as a band, and then they do one show that changes everything. Wait, what? It changes everything. Wait, Mm -hmm. were things one way? Things are one way, and then they do this show, and Travis. But only only across the pond. Oh. So things were one way. One and way. They were another. Completely other way, oh, mate. Totally other way. They was one way, mate. I'm telling you. We showed up. Things were one way. Oi, Andy. You want to get in on us? No. I'm good. Andy. Andy. Really fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still the other way over here. Yeah, you are. You, oh, sure, you need to change way. the way you fucking are, mate. You're fucking up right now. <laughs> Let me tell you something, my son. You are not bringing what you need to bring to this podcast. I've always wanted to be a cocky Answer criminal. Answer your father. <laughs> wow. I got remarried, Andy. I'm, I'm like turned on right now. <laughs> She got married to the streets. Uh, the streets is my new stepdad. Sovereign, I is. <laughs> and it's very confusing when the streets talk about living under his roof. You know, it's you very- live under my roof, my son, and I ain't gonna take any of this guff from you, mate. And you gotta keep it up, and I'm gonna thump you in the fucking nose. <laughs> Oh gosh! Oh man! Two smoking barrels, indeed. (laughs) Oh, let's get this podcast back on snatch. (laughs) Guy Ritchie's fine. I got it to lock, stock, and two smoke. Okay, good. I feel like I brought it back down. Great. Got it. So, according to this documentary, Noel Gallagher was a really quiet kid. Which, when you compare the two, you can, I guess, see. I guess so. Uh, he got over it. Here's a quote. Travis, do you want to take that? <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a shot. Once I discovered weed and guitars, I got into another world. <laughs> Noel Gallagher is so angry if he's listening to this right But now. he's angry regardless. Yeah, true. What would you want to do? What would you want to go out for? I don't know what Liam... <clears throat> All right, sorry. <laughs> there's, a, there's a fucking cable. Andy, move the fucking cable. <laughs> I don't know why Liam would be any different. We had the same childhoods. 
Dash Noel Gallagher. <laughs> dash. The fucking hyphen. They don't call it a dash over there. They call it a lorry. Oh, thank okay. you. So, thank you. Uh, Liam, on the other hand, was a bit of a show off, according to Noel. Had a reputation as uh, kind of the tough kid around the neighborhood. And uh, amazing story from the documentary. At one point, a group of neighborhood kids decide to test Liam's status as the tough one in the neighborhood by striking him on the head with a fucking hammer. Yep. There is blood. Mm-hmm. His skull is injured. Mm-hmm. And somehow this is the inspiration for Liam Gallagher getting into music. This is a quote from the documentary. From that day on, I know it sounds stupid, <laughs> but it was like as if something had fucking clicked. You know what I mean? I started hearing music. It started making sense. That was Dash Liam, Liam Gallagher. <laughs> Dash Liam Gallagher. Oh, my God. That's literally a brain trauma. What he's describing yeah. is a brain injury. Yeah, well, he yeah. can taste colors after this. So, yeah, music is the only thing that speaks to him now. And there's a Noel Gallagher quote in the documentary, <laughs> too, where he so says, great. somebody hammered the music into him. He's got a lot to answer for, doesn't he? <laughs> Wait, I want to hear Noel say that. <laughs> somebody hammered music into him. He's got a lot of answer for, doesn't he? <laughs> Dash Noel Gallagher. <laughs> oh, my God. I. <sighs> so not long after getting hammered in the head. Well, as I just want to commonly known the Manchester hello. <laughs> <laughs> I just am trying to imagine a world in which Liam is the tough kid in the neighborhood. But also the other kids are like He's a pretty surly dude. I don't mean Liam Gallagher. I mean anyone Any Liam. Liam. Okay, but, sure. But think of our fetishizing of Liam Neeson. He's the tough guy. Oh, yeah. he's a tough Liam. Well, I totally forgot about yeah. him. He got canceled and my brain just said nope. <laughs> forever and i completely forgot you were absolutely right yeah. you're absolutely right okay so shit all right we're willing to make a liam a tough guy i just like that the the neighborhood kids are like well how can we test him hammer let's hit him with a fucking hammer <laughs> how can we test him stop <laughs> hammer, hammer time. time hell yeah so now this is around this time right was my, this, my what, what music is you know what so this hard been, makes me say oh my lord thank you for blessing me with a mighty rhyme and two hot food that's good that would be a Gallagher doing a. Uh, right. uh, this it. would have been like eight between like 89, 90 or so. So, yeah, around the time okay. Can't Touch Us was out. So, yeah, stop. But also, hammer time. Yeah, I love that Noel came up and he said, please, Hammer, don't hit him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kid's name was Hammer. <laughs> Why do they call him Hammer? Because he carried a hammer. Because he he's from Hammersmith, Mike. <laughs> So, not long after this incident, Liam forms Oasis with drummer Tony McCarroll, guitarist Paul Bonehead Arthurs, and bassist Paul Gwigsy McGuigan. So, Liam Hammerhead Gallagher. Liam Hammerhead Gallagher. <laughs> they all had coin names. They did. No Noel in the band at first, which... He was in the room getting high playing guitar. He wasn't leaving. Well, actually, at this time, he was out being a roadie for a oh. band called Inspiral Carpets. Inspiral. Oh, Inspiral. Inspiral? Because yes. I was wondering that, too. All right. Why is it Inspiral? That's just how all my friends said it, so I just assumed that was the name. Because is it, like, inspirational? I thought it was, in, seriously, for almost 30 years, it's been Inspiral Carpets. But looking at it, it could be, would you say, Inspiral? Inspiral. 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 Whatever. 
Have either of you listened to this band? Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. Are they good? No. <laughs> It's They're funny. not bad. I hadn't listened to them in a long time, and when I read this interview, I went and listened to the song that he talks about, and I don't agree with the way he uh, critiques the song. Oh, he's, no? He's not wrong about the type of song it is. Yeah. Can, can we pull it up? I do. Now I'm kind of curious, because, yeah, one of the things I found when I was researching this is, like I mentioned, there's the this archive of Oasis interviews out there, and somehow, as if by magic... Noel Gallagher was interviewed while he was a roadie for the Inspiral Carpets. Well, yeah, it's because the journalist went to talk to the band, right? And then the band she, was just not there. <laughs> well, she went to talk to the band uh, hoping to get published in some magazine that was active at the time. And the band backed out at the last minute. So now she was there and... Needed to interview someone, and Noel Gallagher was like, "Fucking interview me! <laughs> I'll talk to you. You want to talk? You want to talk about Inspiral Carpets? Uh, search for Mermaid yeah. is the song that is. And the thing is, even though he's just Noel Gallagher, roadie for a band, he is so fucking Noel Gallagher <laughs> like in he that was interview. Always he is the most. Be. Yeah, like he is building up to it, and we won't. I'll link to it. I won't go through the entire interview. But at one point, he's talking about, keep in mind, the band he's working for at the time. His boss. His boss. <laughs> and they released this song, which I have not listened to until right now. Yeah, Do was, you like carpets? I was listening we to their first album earlier today. And as we listen to it, This is uh, the song is called is called Mermaid, and this is Noel Gallagher's quote from this early interview about it. Mermaid is shit, fucking lesbian tune, skipping on a twirling. Who the fuck goes around fucking skipping and twirling except lesbians? You know what I mean? Never twirled in my life. Never do any skipping unless I'm down to the hacienda and my pickering's on, and I've had two and a half A's. Bit of a skipping going on then, ain't it? <laughs> God damn it, Noel. Is the whole interview that? <laughs> the whole interview is very close to that, if nothing else. Uh, and it's, like I said, I'll link to it. It's from 1991. Yeah. So Oasis isn't even formed yet. And someone... And Noel Gallagher's talking shit. <laughs> and just for our Noel Gallagher traditionalists, uh, I want to know that uh, I added an in it to the end of that. Well, that was not a direct quote. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really uh, crazy or coincidental, or I have spooky here because it's October, almost, uh, in the documentary, Liam Gallagher talks about coming up with the name Oasis. And he decided on that name... Because there was an Inspiral Carpets poster in his bedroom that had a date listed at a venue called the Oasis. And he, he looked at that and went, oh, Oasis, that sounds cool. That is the venue where this interview happened. <laughs> and it was on that tour. 
That would be like us starting a band called Flappers and doing an interview during the Burbank Comedy Festival. <laughs> it is pretty, in- I mean, it's interesting that just yeah. by chance, Noel Gallagher is subjected to his first press interview at the venue where Noel, where Liam Gallagher came up with the name Oasis. I also just feel like the whole reason that interview happened is Noel was going to talk to somebody like that no matter oh, what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, oh, we should talk to that guy. <laughs> that guy's got some opinions. One thing that is interesting about that interview, one of the first things he says is how good it is that Blur is on the charts. But they notoriously don't like Blur, right? Yeah, but at that time, oh. like w- once you're as big as Blur, then all bets are off. Then you can start hating them. Yeah, it's something about it being very healthy that it's in the the charts. Is yeah, what he said, he said yeah. very yeah. three times. <laughs> yeah. Very, very, it's very, very, very. I forgot what I was saying. Is that Elmer Fudd? <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, very, you, very healthy. If you really want to put a what of character, <laughs> now I don't know what I'm doing. Now I've, I've, it's crazy that Noel Gallagher is good at so many different British accents. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, he's he's a he's a myriad of accents, right? Yeah. Uh, so fortunately for the history of Oasis, Noel is fired by the Inspiral Carpets for being, and this is a quote from Noel, lazy and unapproachable, <laughs> which sounds, I feel like that's how I've lived my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd probably get fired as a roadie for that same reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd get fired for calling it in- Inspiral Carpets. <laughs> Does anyone care? I'm sorry if I'm in in if I'm offending any in spiral carpet. I don't have it. No, the, no one else cares. The band would care. They would care that you got their name wrong. Oh, but I don't I, care. Yeah, yeah about I, I them have, caring. My laptop is a Dell Inspiron, <laughs> and I've been corrected on that. It, it's Inspiron. Somebody told, like it, like it matters. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. I mean, it's the same. It's practically the same word. It's pretty much the same thing. So that I person, think they founded the Dell. That one Spiron. That one person that corrected me is listening to this and is like, <laughs> you motherfucker. So around this time, Noel calls home to talk to his mom. They actually have a recording of this call in the documentary. I can't tell if they're recreating some of these <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, is it like the, the Kurt documentary? Is it Or uh, if they actually have video of all of this shit. Did they get the guy from Lost to play Noel Gallagher? Nice. The way he played the... Nice pull. Yeah. What uh, also drive shaft? Uh, Hell yeah, drive shaft! Oh, drive shaft was always all connected. Yeah. Oh my god, this is all happening in the same universe. Kennedy, yes, the Tommy Westfall. It's the, all in the Tommy Westfall Lost, multiverse. Yeah, and Oasis exist in the same universe, which is in Tommy Westfall's brain at the end in. of Saint Elsewhere. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it was all a dream that Patrick Duffy I used had. to read Word Up magazine. Exactly. Salt I and pepper right and heavy D up in the limousine. <laughs> it was all a dream. Hanging pictures on the wall. Sega Genesis. Every Saturday, Rap Attack, Mr. Magic, Marley Marl. Killed Kurt Cobain. Who did? The Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they have a recording of this phone call with Noel and his mom where he finds out Liam is in a band and that they're playing at a venue that night called the Boardwalk. Down at the Boardwalk. Right? Boardwalk. That now 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 he's just become Andy. Andy. Oh, oh my, I don't understand. Every time we make one little reference, you go off on some little jig. You, you know, know? Andy, you know how it makes your father. It makes what? me want to thump you in your fucking spleen. Oh my god. 
Watch is the this screen, is, Andy. This is this is. This oh, is, Mike, you need to explain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, August eighteenth, nineteen ninety-one. Guess what this is? I'm gonna guess. It's just another day in the life yeah, of the Gallagher regular, brothers. Just a regular. Just nothing, the nothing show new. that changes everything. Everything was one way. Now it's a total fucking nava. Because this is the night where there there are differing accounts here. Oh, that never happens. Heads up, differing accounts. <laughs> never, never, yeah, no. But to Noel Gallagher's credit, he actually corrects the incorrect version of this story in the documentary. The, but, he corrects the incorrect version that he gave. Yes, initially. no, he does. Yeah, he he basically says, yeah, I kind of made up made up a myth around this, which he goes to see Oasis. They're called Oasis by that time. And they have like four songs and he is depending on he's he's impressed uh, by what he sees. And after the show, the, the he's like, hey, I'm I, I'm pretty impressed with w- what you did. And they're like, cool. Want to be our manager? <laughs> and he was like, you could do better as a manager. Probably could find a better manager. And they're like, oh, well, do you want to come jam with us like next week or something? And he does. And like just kind of naturally forms like falls into being into the band. But the version history had known up to the point this documentary comes out is Noel Gallagher goes to see them, thinks they're trash. And when they offer him the rubbish, I'm sorry, they're rubbish. rubbish. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) And when they offer him the manager job. He says, fuck you, I'm in the band now, and just completely takes over. And he actually addresses that in the documentary and says it's it wasn't really that way. He didn't, like, kick the door in and take the band over. He was just like, oh, I've got, I've got some tunes. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck everything you got in the bin. We're starting over, and I'm in charge. Yeah, that is that is the quote. So I went down to the gig that night at the boardwalk, and they were called Oasis, and they had four songs. I got on the stage. They were pretty I punched aw- their drummer in the eye. That comes later. They were pretty awful, and afterwards they said to me, do you want to be our manager? I said, fuck that. I'm joining the band. Take those trainers off and get a new bass in. We're off to the top. I like we're off to the top. I like barged me way in and started writing the songs and never looked back since. That's not how it happened. I like that he's like first problem are shoes. We got to yeah. get different <laughs> shoes. You guys are wearing the wrong shoes. And so whichever way Noel joining the band happened, one thing we know is him joining the band made an immediate fucking difference. This is a song that uh, Oasis recorded before Noel Gallagher joined the band. And it's fine, but it sounds like a fucking Nirvana song, basically. There's a little shimmery back there. Yeah, I mean, it's I got... Like it. it's, got a, it's got a post-rock kind yeah, of yeah, vibe yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I really like this. Oh, no, it's good. But yeah, it's kind of... It's not memorable. No. Like, especially not if this was like their best song. Yeah, which yeah, no, I kind of get. This isn't a single. Yeah, the impression that it was. And not into the vocals either. 
Yeah, and that's actually the better. In the documentary, they play two songs, and one of them, the vocals, somehow are just insane. But uh, as soon as Noel joins the band, the first song he brings to the group is fucking All Around the World, which uh, becomes one of the biggest singles on their third album. But already by this point, he was... Like, he was writing some fucking bangers. Does anyone remember All Around the World? I don't. No. This is the demo version, so it's not going to sound as... I always forget about the Gallagher monobrow. Every time I see it, it's just impressive. But this sounds like Oasis. Yeah, and it's already better than... Yeah. Yeah, they figured out we got to put reverb and some echo on the vocals. Yeah. But they're wearing trainers. Look at them. They're oh wearing fucking trainers. Oh, my God, there's trainers. a close-up on the shoes because that was a thing for Because them. Noel Gallagher pointed at his shoes. Right before that shot, he pointed <laughs> really? at the shoes and the cameraman <laughs> focused on the shoes. What is this thing with shoes? He's got a shoe thing. Him and the... Most people, I guess. So that was All Around the World, which uh, was one of the first... They have a picture of the Beatles Beatles. on the wall. No way. And uh, so, yeah, that was an early live version. But you can already tell that that him joining the band makes a big difference. And that song was eventually featured on Be Here Now. It's unfortunately not one of the songs Johnny Depp plays guitar on. I'm sorry, who? What? But uh, we'll get to that. That's a few albums from now. JD played some GT. Johnny Depp played guitar on the third Oasis album, which is a good album, but every song is like eight minutes long, which the is completely rhythm, unnecessary. The rhythm guitar player from Hollywood Vampires did a session with Oasis? Well, even more impressive, he I'm played sorry. slide guitar. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Unrepentant abuser, Johnny Depp? That's not how I know him. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's, not, that's the only way It's I not know Doug him. Stanhope's version of the story, so... <laughs> Science is still oh my out. God, I love that Stanhope has gone full fucking like JFK theor- conspiracy theorist with this. Oh, okay. Because I, I was gonna do. You, do you believe Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK? You can't like. It's 2019. Come on, <laughs> fucking get it together, man. I look. I just believe the stories I Amber heard. Um, <laughs> get it? Wow. I said I believe them, Andy. I know, I wow. know. I know, <laughs> no, I'm just taking a breath here. It's so in spiral of you. Yeah. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I was trying to connect myself and really bring it all together. Answer your father, Andy. All right, mate, are you going to get back on it? You're going to get back on it now? Huh? Don't look at me like that. Yes, Dan. I ain't your fucking coach. I ain't your fucking friend. <laughs> He's not your friend, Andy. <laughs> you should be afraid. You should be fucking shaking in those fucking trainers that I bought with me fucking money from the steel mill. British Steel was a good album, Andy. It was a great album. I don't care what he does to those other gents. He's an all right mate in my book. (laughs) But American Steel was a better band. Not in this fucking house, it ain't. (laughs) So what happens after after he joins? Nothing. For about two solid years. So nothing changes. Nothing changes except their songs get better. There's a cool part in the documentary. I didn't put it in the notes because I, I want people to watch the documentary. We're not trying to just retell it uh, second by second where he shows up at rehearsal in this 
Because there's this period where he joins and then nothing happens for two years. They're not getting any press. Like they're doing shows around Manchester, but no one cares. So things were one way. And then things just continued stayed that to way. stay that way. Yeah. But they do bring up a part in the documentary where he shows up at rehearsal one day having written the song Live Forever. And everyone in the band is like, oh, here we go. Like, we're good now. <laughs> like, the, this, like we, we are writing good songs now. Uh, but the band... They're getting no attention, and they're sharing a rehearsal space with this uh, all-girl band called Sister Lovers. And on May 31st, 1993, they travel with Sister Lovers to a gig that that band had booked in Glasgow. And they basically force their way on to the lineup. They show up, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're, we're playing with them. And... If you go and read their interviews, the way they describe it is that they forced their way on. But in the documentary, one of the the women and sister lovers is like, yeah, we just said we would make our set shorter so they could play. Huh. And, and the venue was fine with it. But God, imagine doing that as a comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine a comic showing up at a comedy club and being like, let me go up. And they just put you up. That would never happen. No, but I mean like... Unless you're like Stormy Daniels or <laughs> any reality TV star, anyone uh, with a big YouTube presence. I can't wait till Flapper fucking starts infomercial guy. Jacob Wall to headline. I can't either. Uh, who books that? <laughs> the show was at King Tut's Wawa Hut. Anyone ever been? Oh. Oh, I've been to the one in Kansas City, not Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Um, but I, I have the cooler not Kansas been to City. The Glasgow. I've been to King Tut's Parametric EQ, which is similar. That is a total oh, guitar. That pedal. is a That's guitar a pedal <laughs> joke, basically. Yeah. Uh, get, here, here's the here's the thing about this show. It changes everything. What? Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow things. Down. Let's start there. I had gotten used to things wait, being wait, one way. Let me break and it down. Staying the case. Let me break it down in a way you'll understand. Let's start with one thing. Things. Things, Andy. Okay. You're, you're grasping that. Kind of. Picture, kind of, picture kind of. a thing. I'm having, picture, a, little, picture I'm having thing. a little trouble with it. I, okay. Are you picturing this thing at one way? I keep starting to, but then I lose it. Okay, but just hold it. Okay. Focus on the I thing. I might have to it's actually. It's one way. I have to physically close my eyes to do this. Do it. Okay. Now, another thing wait, 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 happens. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait, hold. I'm still not. A thing happens, Andy. Not, Oi, oh, you're, you're moving too fast. Andy! Yep. Fucking up, mate. You're too fucking fast. up, my son. You okay, need to fucking get on that right. riddling or whatever the fuck you take to make that brain focus. You are you are stressing me out. It's free with your NHS All right, card, up, 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 up. I got it. I got it. Things. Got it. Okay. okay. Got it. So now a thing happens. And then this is. Okay. <sighs> Whoa, all right. And uh, now that thing. so much already. That um, thing. Yes, that thing. Is different now. That thing. That. Okay. That thing. <gasps> Whoa. You see yeah. Oh, see? Right? Right? Everything's different now. Everything it. changes. Right. And this show is no different. Wow. Except that everything's different after it happens. Because as it turns out, Debbie Turner, who is a member of Sister Lovers, also happens to be the ex-girlfriend of Alan McGee, who is the head of Creation Records. Shut the fuck up. Alan McGee? Yeah. The Alan McGee. The Alan McGee. Not a Alan McGee. The specific Alan McGee. That one. The head of Creation that Records. That one. Yeah. Gotcha. And I read this story, and when I first read it, I thought, well, this is Alan McGee being a cool, supportive ex-boyfriend. Because what happened is he missed a train and had an hour to kill, 
and decides to go around the corner and see his ex-girlfriend's band. And I thought, oh, that was cool. They get along. Nope. In the documentary, he's like, oh, I was kind of a fucking cunt. Just wanted to put her on edge. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) It's like, nice. He wanted to show up because he thought he could ruin her band's set just by being there. Just by being there. Right. Right. And he happens to walk in as Oasis is starting their set. I'm just so glad this story has so many good guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> from the kit, from Little Hammer <laughs> to to Alan McShithead. There's definitely some kid in England, or some adult in England, who calls himself Little Hammer, who's like, if it weren't for me, no Oasis, mate. I thought you were no going to say Inglewood, and probably there, too. <laughs> this 60-year-old man named Little Hammer. Little Hammer. I'm the one who hit Liam and made him sing music. <laughs> So he walks in and hears Oasis and by the third song in their set decides, well, I'm going to sign them and I'm going to give them a record deal. And he does. And basically overnight, Oasis go from band no one writes about to band that has a six record deal on one of the most popular record labels in England at the time. Crazy. Yeah. Like total. uh, This is a quote from Alan McGee. I really do believe some things are meant to fucking be. I was standing there with my kid sister, Susan. She immediately went, you should sign these. And I'm like, let's hear the second song. And it's like, I'm signing these in the third song. I'm definitely signing these. That's him in the documentary. You went through four accents. He did. Uh, Yeah, I did. But he also brought his kid sister to the bar to throw off his ex-girlfriend yeah. while playing. Oh, probably, like yeah. Sister to but this. you're missing the bigger point. He could have signed his ex-girlfriend's band, <laughs> yeah, too. No, why would he do he that? He was like, fuck that. I'm going to sign these strangers to six records. That was probably, that was probably part, part of it, of it yeah, too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For it was sure. Like, oh. If I sign this there band, revenge signing. opening for my ex-girlfriend, it will really fuck her up emotionally. Oh, look, I signed them, but they don't mean anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! This could be us. <laughs> this could pl- be, but you play. But you fucking playing. But you fucking playing, and your playing ain't great. It's part of the problem. So I found this part really interesting. According to the documentary, the first single they tried to record was "Bring It On Down," which questionable choice. I don't think that even ends up being on "Definitely Maybe." I believe that was on "Master Plan," which is a collection of demos and B sides and unreleased songs. Uh, and for some reason, the session wasn't coming together. Mm. And this is a quote from drummer Tony McCarroll. I don't know why Bring It On Down was chosen, but it wasn't coming together. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with it. Uh, so that was the drummer, Tony McCarroll. Now here's Noel's take on it. It would become apparent why that session didn't work. It's because our drummer at the time wasn't the most consistent from one fucking bar to the next Never mind one day to the next. And the producer of that session seems to share that assessment. (laughs) This is him in the documentary. And that's his big moment. That fucking riff. Just fucking do it in time, son. Oh, God, I got to love a good son. She's so great, son. If a fucking son at the end of a fucking sentence really sells it, my son. (laughs) And what's really exciting here. Tony McCarroll wrote his own book. He has a book called uh, Something My Time as the Drummer in Oasis. <laughs> and it's like this bitter title. The whole book is bitter as fuck. 
And I was curious how he portrayed this moment in Oasis history. Don't play drums in anger. Is in his title? book. And he doesn't fucking reference it at all. He mentions this session, mm-hmm. but the way he portrays it is they show up at the session, they do a little bit of partying, and then they go out and start jamming, and what happens next happens next. And not only that, but he kind of portrays what happens next as being like he's sort of responsible for it. <laughs> Whereas in the documentary, it's like in the documentary, they say we were trying to record this one song. It wasn't fucking working. So we start jamming around a bit and then supersonic happens. I mean, in a way, in a way he is responsible for it because it's because of him that they couldn't record the other song because he couldn't play it. And I think he might even be telling the truth. Like, yeah. I think because what he says is uh, he doesn't mention the bring it on down session at all. He goes from arriving to doing a little party and to someone saying, all right, now go out, get on drums and just start jamming a bit. And here's a quote from the book. Boom, cho, boom, boom, cho. <laughs> Those drums had a British accent. Sure did. They really do. Uh and then he suggests that he started playing that, then Bonehead jumped in, and then Noel started playing something, and then everyone decides to go back to recording Bring It On Down, but someone else jumps in and says, no, you should finish what you're working on there, and that's how Supersonic is born. And what Noel says is that they're playing Bring It On Down and it's not working, yeah. and he starts noodling around on the guitar and starts playing the riff to Supersonic, and then the band joins in, and then they break for lunch. And while everyone else is eating, he goes in the back room and writes Supersonic and comes back out and says, well, this is what we're doing. And they recorded it and mixed it all that same day. And I think they're both probably kind of telling the truth. Yeah, it's just that one of them is omitting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because the if you think about the drums on Supersonic... Like, that's a pretty basic... Yeah, no, it sounds like a kid learning to play drums. Yeah. yeah, and I could picture them, if he's struggling with Bring It On Down, I could picture them being like, all right, just go fucking play something simple and we're going to yeah. jam around a bit and get you back in time, at least. And Noel starts playing that thing while they're doing that, and then lunch, and Noel goes and writes it. But in that case, like, I feel like this is headed for a songwriting dispute kind of thing. Huh. Where I feel like he's going to be like, well, I mean, it was my drum part that started that jam and it's my drum part, <laughs> yeah. which sounds funny, but it's an, yeah, it's yeah. a valid point. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if, like, if you're in a recording studio and you make a suggestion and someone uses it on a song, you by rights deserve yeah. a writing credit yeah. on that song. Yeah. You're going to get a fraction of that fraction of a cent that right. they get when it gets played on a streaming service. Hell yeah. Sweet money. Like how Nirvana, like Kurt Cobain, most of those songs are credited to Kurt Cobain because he would tell people what mm-hmm. to play. Yeah. And it's only like Heart Shaped Box and something else that all three of them get credit on. I don't remember what. I don't either. Might be Smells Like Teen Spirit, which would have been the nice thing for him to do so if nothing else. Well, and we know from our nice, shaped really pod nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Check out Heart Shaped Pod. Always doing the nice and the right thing. That is a good cross section of fandoms, though. I think Oasis fans and Nirvana fans. Yeah, they they have they, something in common. They they run in circles. They both like flawed people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, they. Who knows how it happens, but 
they end up writing Supersonic. After they had all of the songs written for their first album, Noel Gallagher decides, well, let's write a new song. And let me tell you, that song changes everything. What? Uh, All right, hold on. This is... I'm sorry, but... I mean, you'd think I would get it by now because it's the third time it's happened. But that thing that you already pictured change, (sighs) you have to picture it again. But it's but it it wasn't the thing I first pictured because it had changed. Right, but now you have to picture that changed thing. Picture okay, that. but is it going to look? Just tell me it's going to stay the same. It is. I'm afraid it isn't. I'm oh, I'm Andy, you, right now. you have no idea. I already because it's it. going to be. I already miss it. It's going to be one way. But then, should we listen to a little bit of Supersonic? Well, this is going to change everything if we do. It's gonna. Just in case anyone listening to this isn't familiar with Oasis, I feel like I need to write a letter to my past self before. See, listen to that drum part. No, that's definitely... I just want to point out, I was talking to my wife, Brandy, about Oasis before, and I was like, do you have trouble telling the Gallagher brothers apart? Do you know which one is which? And she goes, I just know one wears more sunglasses. And then this video opens (laughs) with Liam wearing sunglasses. That is really fucking accurate. (laughs) God, this is a great fucking song. Like it looks this, like David Cross doing a Mr. Show character. Yeah. Like, this is the song that I think when most people heard it, we're like, oh, shit, Oasis, okay. And this single comes out before the album, and uh, this is this is when Oasis started blowing up. This is not only one of the best rock songs, but I don't think I'd want to hear anyone cover this. No, because it's not it's not good because it's good because it's Oasis. Right. right. It's good because it's this sound. That tone of voice you yeah. need on this fucking yeah. song. Yeah, because the lyrics aren't great. No, well, they were written in a corner during yeah. a lunch break. Yeah, it, no, exactly. <laughs> God damn it, I love Oasis so much. I mean, I really like this song and I, I their first uh, definitely maybe is a consistently great album from front to back. My favorite, I think my favorite Oasis song in general is uh, an album cut from definitely maybe called Slide Away. Oh. The Verve have a similar song. Faded out. Do they cover? Is it a cover? I don't know now that you mention it, but I think that one's called Slippity Slide Away. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe slide away, mate. Slippity slide. All right, this is Those not a Verve podcast. I'm probably yeah. different different yeah. songs that we're thinking about. Come along and slippity slide away. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is it. Is that it? That's exactly. Totally. That's, that's exactly it. What it is. So. That's episode one. All right, I think we fucking did it, mate. We, I think we fucking, fucking did, did, it. did it. Good on you, mate. Good on you, Andy. Good yeah. on you. Good yeah. on you, Andy. Oh gosh, you, there's like more violence in your voice now when you do that. That's because he's married to me now, <laughs> right? I'm a Cockney geezer, and the way we pay for this is we thump people in the fucking head and we sell them to me. That's it. That's how we fucking get by. What, you fake, you fake just having a day, a, a fucking two, two nine-to-five jobs can pay for the roof over your head? I don't fucking think so, my son. We're doing some shady shit up in here. I'm scared, Andy. <laughs> the 
That's fear in my voice. I'm not. I'm delighted. You bring your fucking brother in here, I'm going to hit him in the head with a hammer. <laughs> he thumps me in the fucking face, Andy. All the time. Well, that's our own little thing. It's consensual. We do it in a way that's kind of what... Look, I don't want to get into what me and your mother do in the bedroom, but it's violent, but it's consensual. Help me! <laughs> anyway. That sounds like it's not... It's part of the act, mate. It's part of the act. Look, you don't need to know about it. We have a safe word. You don't know what it is. She doesn't know what it is. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think that's how safe words It's work. totally how it works. If I know what it is, it's all I need to know. Oh, that's right. It's different over there. Totally different. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for one way. <laughs> then, you, and then you go across the pond. Yeah. And then it's totally different. Like outlets. Outlets. <laughs> yeah, I have outlets that I take. Oh, you mean electrical? electrical but, I, I but yeah, it, emotional yeah. too. Sure, emotional, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let me just say, the upper lip isn't the only thing that's stiff, my son. Let me know what I'm saying. I don't, <laughs> but I want to. Yeah, people at home are going to want to turn the captions on when they listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Available now on the 2020 Cadillac Escalade. Fifteen percent discount at checkout if you use code. Podcast. <laughs> How many A's is that? That's that's why it's a very difficult. Well, code. it's British, yeah. so it's just one A, yeah. but it's seven ends, right? Seven ends. Because this, it's like an upside down U, and they always have a U in everything. And D. <laughs> oh man! So is Courtney Love over in England? Is it? Is it C O R T? They take the U out. Oh, we don't call any of those names over there, mate. We have a whole other. I feel like the fact that Nirvana and like that two year window of of time is probably what saved Oasis from she getting was... infiltrated by Courtney Love instead. <laughs> she was very busy on, on the other side of the Atlantic. Well, she couldn't decide yeah. between Radiohead and. She, she knew she had to kill someone in one of them. And then, yeah. And it was one of those things where it was like she spread herself too thin and just had to cancel both operations. Right. Mm, split um, the difference. Yeah. Had to take care Go of Go to the, Seattle, yeah. the England of the United States, right. weather wise. Got to take care of that domestic scene, you know? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't have any authority over there, actually. That's MI, MI6. It's a totally different. Oh, we work MI5? together. We're part of the it's five a eyes. Different organization. Yeah. yeah. MI6 is. Mission Impossible, right? And that's, then that's that's that's. Uh, yeah. All right. So <laughs> next week on podcast Supernova, we'll be talking about their first album, and it won't be next week. It'll be like two weeks from now. But we did it. We're done. I feel so much better. <laughs> wow, that was. <laughs> I expected someone else to say something. <laughs> why? Why do you feel so much better? Because uh, I got to see you guys and talk about music again. It's been oh, a yeah. bit since yeah, we've gotten yeah, yeah. to do it. It's yeah. been a little bit since we I feel good. I like this. This was good. It was I fun. I missed us. I missed us. I missed us also. But us with an extra U. Mm -hmm. I missed us, the, the, the Jordan Peele. Not the movie. I saw that. The maze at Horror Nights. Oh, I missed mm. the... I went to Stranger Things instead. Don't do that. The Stranger Things maze is not great. Go to the us maze. Don't God, be like I me. I missed the magazine us. Us Weekly? Uh -huh. Yeah, I miss it. Mm. I don't miss anything. Good riddance to it all. Wow. Except Oasis. I miss Oasis. I if miss they, Oasis. If they fucking figure it out, we all got to go. Oh, I'll, if yeah. Oasis reunites, I'm going. That's I just want a I, I want a festival where the headliners are Oasis, Limp Bizkit, Korn, 
but that's and Nirvana reunion. Nirvana, <laughs> but you with probably Courtney Love as yeah. front woman. Yeah. Yes, and then yes. put Slipknot on the bill because that'll probably happen also for sure. Yeah, like there was just that crazy festival that happened that was like the Cure, the Deftones. Oh my God, Pixies, yeah. and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> who, who asked for this? Might go see the Pixies. They're going to be in L.A. in November. Oh, we should go. I haven't seen. Them. Yeah, no deal, no deal. That's what I said. That's right. Oh, come on. Deal or no, no deal. deal. Deal or no deal. Base. Get out of here. Oh, she's so much more. Mm. All right. That's for another podcast. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Andy, say goodbye. Toodaloo. Travis, say goodbye. Goodbye, my son. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every night a watch party only on FanDuel. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness is built to take you further off the beaten path. It has 9.5 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus off-road wheels, rugged all-terrain tires, and advanced dual-function X-Mode to help you get through deep snow, gravel, and mud. The 2024 Subaru Outback Wilderness. Adventure elevated. Visit Subaru.com wilderness to explore the family of rugged Subaru Wilderness models. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy.